She's Tori. And he's Nick. And this is I Want to Rewatch. An X-Files adjacent podcast. Scooby-Doo, where are you? Season two. Episode three. Jeepers, it's the creeper. In this episode, on their way to the school barn dance, the gang comes across a bank guard and his ransacked car. After he mumbles a clue, they discover that the local banks have been robbed by a mysterious zombie-like phantom called the Creeper, who later shows up at the dance, cuts the power, and chases the gang all around the farm. Oh. Yeah, it seems like a creepy barn dance. Yeah. That's what you get for having your dance in a creepy barn, I guess. I guess. Although, why is he <laughs> robs banks? Why is he at a creepy barn dance? I don't know. Suspicious. Mm, maybe we'll find out. Its original air date was Saturday, September 26, 1970. Oh, 22 years before my anniversary. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like 12 years before I was born. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. And yet I feel ancient. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. Not even 40 yet, and I already feel like I'm 100 years old. This is why mm. immortality is bad, because by the time you get to 500, it's all just a, probably a hot mess of a blur. I don't you have know. talked about the like, fire department during the Seattle fire and stuff sometimes. So <laughs> I'm, a little, I'm a little curious, but... <laughs> I'm just saying, we had an epic fire. It was <laughs> we had an bad. epic fire. We didn't have much of a fire department back then. I'm like, we, <laughs> huh? Okay. All right. <laughs> I am part of the Seattle community, even though it's <laughs> All right. 100 years after the fact. <laughs> I just talk about things like I'm involved. I just like to feel important. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> All righty. Well, I guess we need to be involved with this episode. We probably should. This is a fun. This one made me laugh a lot. It's kind of oh, cool. okay. All right. So we have our opening sequence, and then we get the opening title card, which is the animated gang run into the title. Scooby Doo, where are you? Jeepers, it's the creeper. So then it's dark outside, and we see a bank guard is driving through the country in his car, and we assume maybe he's coming home from work. I guess I don't know. Anyway, he's still wearing his uniform, and then he sees a fallen tree blocking the road. So he stops. He's like, oh, I'm going to have to move this. So he tries to move it. But as he does, we see a figure that we'll later learn is called the creeper. And he's being a creeper because he's lurking behind a tree. And then he approaches the unaware guard. Then we see the gang driving through the same area in the mystery machine. And Fred says they're almost there. Belma thinks it's groovy that they're holding the school dance and hayride in an old barn. Daphne agrees. She can hardly wait to get there. Shaggy can hardly wait to get to the buffet table and get his hands on some chocolate-covered corn on the cob. Mm. Mm. Yeah, weird, <laughs> weird snack for a yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, he—that's what he does. That's what he, he does. does. He likes chocolate-covered, and you know, actually, corn is kind of sweet and salty. Like if you put salt on it, so I can see it Ooh, covered in chocolate. Yeah, 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 good. yeah, yeah. I have actually had a strange idea. Of because usually when Shaggy is making all his crazy sandwiches, he like tells you what's in them. Oh no, no, don't do it, don't do it. I've been having a weird idea anyway. So, (laughs) meanwhile, Scooby is getting all gussied up in the front of a mirror in the back of the van, and then he gives himself that kind of like, hey there, smile, and does a little eyebrow raise. Like, (laughs) so Shaggy says he looks like he's putting on the dog, so you know, one laughs, but yeah. 
looks dapper. I like that little bow tie on. Which he then doesn't wear at any of the party. I like, know. He puts it on and it's gone. He doesn't wear it. It's a dance. So, yeah. That's why I didn't mention it. Because I was like, he puts it on. He's all, I look so good. And then when they get to the dance, he's not wearing it. So Yeah, he actually isn't wearing it in the next scene when he goes up to the front of the car either. It's just like, oh, on. So, okay. yeah. yeah. So then Fred sees something. And Daphne says it looks like there's been an accident. And the guard we saw earlier is now lying on the road, slumped against the fallen tree, and his car doors are all open, and there's debris all over the place. Daphne kneels beside the guard, and she believes he's okay, that he just kind of bonked his head. And Velma and Shaggy check his car, and Shaggy's like, this is the craziest accident I've ever seen. There's not a scratch on the outside, but the inside is a total wreck. And we can see the inside is like shredded. Mm-hmm. And you know, it looks awful, but the outside of the car is pretty pristine. Yeah, like parts of the seats are like outside of the car. It's right. Like, yeah, it's, it's just been like torn up. Like someone went. It almost looks like a bear got in there. If you've ever seen videos of like after like a bear has gotten into a car and mauled it, that's exactly what it looks like. Except the outside is totally normal. Mm-hmm. So I come from bear country. I don't know. If that's a thing. But Velma's like accident. Nothing. This car has been ransacked. And Fred thinks the guard can tell them what happened. And luckily, at that moment, the guard kind of comes back to consciousness and he moans and he hands Fred a sheet of paper and he says, the flame will tell the creeper. And then he passes out again. That must be some head wound. Mm-hmm. And Daphne's like, the creeper? And Shaggy's like, this is creepy. And he asks who the creeper is. But Velma's more interested in what's on the paper that the guard gave Fred. And Fred is confused because the paper is blank. Oh. And in the debris, Scooby finds something. It's a sheet of paper with the bank president's address. And he lives nearby. So the gang decide that they should bring the guard there to get him some help. Yeah, no cell phones here, folks. So I'm not no, calling anybody. Yeah. No. no. And there's no payphone on the side of this country road. So no. Gotta go somewhere. No. So at the bank president's house, he tells them that they did the right thing. The guard will be safe there until he wakes up. And then we see the guard. He's like laying on a couch. He's got like a blanket over him. He's still unconscious. And Daphne tells Mr. Carswell, who is the big president, that they knew he'd be able to help. And speaking of help, Fred puts down the phone and says the sheriff is out of town and won't be back for several hours. Oh, no. So Carswell asks if they found any clues at the scene that might tell them who did this. Velma says no. But then she holds up that paper all crinkled up in her hand and says the guard did give them this blank sheet of paper and mumbled, the flame will tell the creeper before passing out. And then again, Shaggy's like, who is the creeper? Carswell tells him the creeper has been robbing their banks. The doors and windows remain locked. And Daphne's like, well, then how does he get in and out? And Carswell says the creeper can walk right through walls because he's a phantom. And Fred is like, phantom or no phantom, we have a day at the barn dance. <laughs> Does not seem like something Fred usually says. Usually Fred is like, we're going to solve this mystery, gang. No, but you barn know what? Barn dance be damned. He's been looking forward to this barn dance, and he's going to go mm-hmm. by Gonnet. I couldn't figure out a phrase to say there. Dagnabbit. Dagnabbit. He's going to go to the barn dance. He's going to take Daphne, and they're going to dance. Yep, on the hay. Creeper or and not. we have a roll in the hay. Roll. Anyway, Carswell tells him not to worry. He'll take care of everything. Sounds good. All right, let's go to the dance, guys. Cool. 
So at the dance, we see the gang are dancing and lots of their classmates are there doing the same. I will note that none of them are wearing like special clothes for the dance at all. Like not just Scooby's bow tie is gone, but none of them have bothered to dress up for this thing. Well, you don't have to go. You don't have to dress up for all dances. Some are just regular no, dances. But... Especially if it's a barn dance, you're not going to be wearing like a tuxedo there. No, like I'm not saying they should be wearing a tuxedo, but you think with the barn dance, they would probably wear like maybe cowboy themed clothes or I don't know, something uh, different. Know. That seems like just... too much of a theme. Uh, so, some of them have their letterman jackets on. It was funny. There's one girl who's dancing who looks totally like she just like has like no expression on her face. She's just like mm, just going through the motions of life. It's kind of. <laughs> yeah. I want to know more about her. <laughs> you kind of do. But also she kind of has that look of like, I don't want to know more about you because you look like you're not a pleasant person. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> anyway, Fred is dancing with Daphne and Shaggy is dancing with Velma. And Shaggy tells Velma that this sure is a great dance floor. And she's like, well, you should try dancing on it then because he's actually dancing on her feet. He keeps stepping on her feet. And then Scooby taps on Shaggy's shoulder and asks if he can cut in. And then Scooby and Shaggy dance away, leaving Velma to complain that she's been a wallflower before, but this is ridiculous. Yep. And they dance good, too. Like, they're all like, do-do-do-do-do. Yeah, they've got their routine yeah. down. Yeah. And then, of course, Shaggy and Scooby dance over to the buffet table because priorities. Mm-hmm. And Shaggy makes his favorite snack, which is corn on the cob, which he dips in chocolate syrup. Mm-hmm. And Scooby just eats some regular corn on the cob, but, you know, they snack it up. Yeah outside a shadow looms against the side of the barn it is the creeper and he does that thing that all the monsters and villains do and scooby do they just go and then he opens the power box he pulls the switch shuts off all the power to the barn inside the music stops and lights go out and everyone's like oh what was that oh my goodness you know they're just all kind of like oh and fred's like whoa everybody cool it it's just a power failure you guys arms all up in the air like hey 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 (laughs) Velma seems especially distraught and says, like, what about our dance? Even though, like, she just got, like, left on the dance floor by herself. But apparently she's looking forward to dancing at some point. And Daphne agrees and tells Freddy that this creepy old barn is no fun in the dark. Fred is probably disappointed to hear that. But anyway, Fred (laughs) then suggests they head over to the malt shop. They can continue their dance there. And everyone's like, that's a great idea. And then Shaggy volunteers himself and Scooby to be the cleanup committee. And Scooby's like, what? And then Shaggy says, we'll clean up all the food. And Scooby's like, oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Brilliant plan. Yeah. And then we have a commercial. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to do a Macho Man, oh, yeah. But last time I did one of those on the air, I trashed my throat. So I'm not going to do it right now. So. Okay. Because we have a lot of recording still to do today. So We do. Yes. So everyone else pulls away in their cars and, like, tell the gang they'll see them at the malt shop. And Fred, Daphne, and Velma are in the mystery machine, all ready to go. And Velma shouts to Shaggy and Scooby to hurry it up in there. And Shaggy's like, we'll be right out. And then he and Scooby sweep the length of the buffet table, and they consume everything in sight. Then the last thing they have to do is just dump the paper plates. So they carry the box of paper plates out back. And Shaggy's like, oh, we can dump them by that ugly scarecrow. But of course, that's no scarecrow. That's the creeper. (gasps) And so he moans, and Shaggy's like, zoinks, he's for real. And he and Scooby throw the box of plates and run. And of course, the box lands on them as they run and the paper plates go everywhere. And around the front, Velma's out of the van because now she's Velma's like me. She's impatient. She's like, what is taking you guys so long? Come on, get in the car. And so she's standing in front of the entrance. And Scooby and Shaggy come running from around the side of the barn. And they're still under the box. 
and they literally run Velma over, knocking her to the ground. And then Shaggy and Scoopy keep running and end up hiding in a haystack. Yeah, they like just mow her down, man. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. See, it's a lesson about being impatient, which I need to learn. But mm. I'm very Velma, very much like, come on, guys. You're get knocked down and lose your glasses. Get in the car. So, yeah, so then Fred and Daphne are up behind Velma. And Velma's on the ground looking for her glasses. They got knocked off when she got run over by Shaggy <laughs> and Scooby. And Daphne's like, are you all right? And Velma sounds a little not happy. She's like, I will be when I find my glasses. And maybe like, you know, why don't you guys help me? Maybe. It's yeah, well, I thought there. this was funny because they literally <laughs> don't help her find her. Like, they're just standing there watching her, like, feel around for them. And then later when they run away, they just, like, abandon her there. Nobody ever grabs her glasses for her. <laughs> yeah, Tori's getting a little ahead of the script here. I am, and, but it's just yeah. hilarious to me that they just kind of were like, mm. Yeah, so Velma's <laughs> feeling around for her glasses. And Fred turns around and asks Shaggy what got into him and Scooby. And they pop their heads out of the haystack, and Shaggy says, they were running from him. And Shaggy points behind them, and we see the creeper coming towards everybody. And Fred says, that must be the creeper. And the creeper shouts, creeper, creeper. That's pretty much all he can say in the rest of the episode. Just, he constantly just says his name, creeper. Yeah, creeper. he's like a demented Pokemon. That's all yeah. he says. Is pretty much, yeah, he's like a Pokemon. Yep. And then da- and he looks, we didn't describe him, he looks kind of like if a Frankenstein monster's costume is a little too big and like his legs are really stubby. So like he's like Frankenstein monster portion on top, but then like little short legs on the bottom. And then he kind of looks a little bit like if you mashed up Frankenstein monster and Boris Johnson, the prime minister of England. Because oh yeah. Like that kind of wonky hairdo. Thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said of England of the UK, but whatever. A lot of people would argue he is just the Prime Minister of England, especially people in like Scotland and Wales. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, that's what he kind of looks like. And he's green. So yes. yeah, he's kind of got that Frankenstein monster like outfit and he kind of walks hunched over a lot. So yes, his arms are way longer than his legs, kind of almost like a gorilla a little bit. So anyway, the creeper's coming towards him, like saying his name over and over again. And then Daphne says that he must want that blank sheet of paper. So meanwhile, Velma is still trying to find her glasses and Fred's like, run and then he and Daphne just run as Tori mentioned and dive into the haystack that Shaggy and Scooby were in yeah and I just put a note here because like at one point I thought the creeper was maybe saying paper like because at first I thought he was saying creeper like a weird Pokemon and then I was like is he saying paper like that mummy in the mummy episode was like coin coin but because it was kind of hard to tell but I think he is just saying creeper but I did think that was yeah, no, he's totally saying his name over and over. Yeah. Yeah. Creeper. Creeper. See, it does, it could kind of sound like paper too, because it's kind of, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So in the middle, I was kind of like, wait, is he saying paper creeper? Anyhow, mm. Velma has been abandoned and is now feeling around for her glasses. And she's like, what's going on around here? Run from what? Whenever she loses her glasses, she seems to lose like all sense of what's happening around her. Yeah. Like she uses her hearing. She uses, she forgets where she's at. Like she just, yeah. But she finally finds her glasses just as the creeper arrives. Fortunately, she puts them on just in time to avoid being grabbed by the creeper, and she also runs into the haystack. So the creeper follows, repeating his name, and the gang run away, and they're still inside the haystack with all their feet sticking out of the bottom as they run. And then it's musical chase time. Ooh, yeah. This time we get a very strange song, at least lyrically, that is called Daydreaming, and it runs two minutes long. Hmm. We can discuss the lyrics afterwards if you want to. Okay. We don't have to, but we can. So anyway, the creeper's doing his chasing the gang thing. 
They're in the haystack. They enter a nearby house, which I'm guessing is the farmer's house. I don't know. And all the lights in the house come on one by one. And then the haystack crashes out of a second story window and keeps running. And then the creeper follows them. And then they crash into a grain silo next to the barn. And Shaggy and Scooby come out of the haystack. But the rest of the gang appear at the top because Fred just like throws the roof of the silo off. Woo! And then the creeper appears behind them. But he just kind of stands there and like calls because Fred like folds up the paper into a paper airplane. And he throws it down to Shaggy. And so then the creeper heads down to go get them. And he comes out of the haystack and his mouth is full of hay. And he's all like creeper, creeper. But he's got hay in his mouth. It's very strange. And then he pursues Shaggy and Scooby into the barn. And they get smacked when they run to a rake. Boom. And they run past. And the creeper runs by, hits the rake. Boom. And he plugs. And they keep going. And then Shaggy and Scooby leap down from the hayloft into a horse-drawn wagon that the gang are also in. And then the horse takes off. And then the creeper follows them riding on a horse. And so then they leap across the chasm in the wagon. And then the creeper and the horse leap across. They don't make it. They fall down. But somehow they bounce off of something, bounce back up in the air, and then, boom, jump across the chasm. And then they go through a covered bridge and then they come back through a covered bridge and we assume back through the chasm again too anyway. But then they hit this rock and the wagon separates from the horse and Fred and Daphne and Velma are in the wagon and it goes down an embankment. And then Shaggy and Scooby are hanging on to the reins of the horse and being, and then the horse suddenly stops and they fly over the horse and they crash into a chicken coop. And then the song's over. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy. It is. It's kind of a... <laughs> it's a long chase scene and also it's just kind of all over yeah well i mean it's like the same i mean there's like i think the first one episode one was a minute 55 yeah they're about two was a minute was like two minutes and five seconds this one's two minutes almost exactly so yeah they're about the same so the lyrics on the song are weird it's about it's all daydreaming done and but he talks about how he's in love with an ostrich Oh, okay. And everyone is thinks it's weird that he's in love with an ostrich and they walk down the street and everyone just thinks it's weird, but he's like, Isn't it great to be in love with an ostrich? And I apparently did not absorb the lyrics of this song. I was so busy watching what was going on. That's like the first line is like, Isn't it great to be in love with an ostrich? And you're like, What? I'll have to go back and yeah, watch it again. Because thinking about how great it is to be in love with an ostrich. So yeah, sometimes I think I just get so absorbed in like what's <laughs> happening. I'm, I don't really hear the lyrics. I just hear like fun music, and I think that's what they're assuming is going to happen with most kids. But yeah, I just yeah, yeah, interesting. And then so you're going to say, okay, Nick, how are you going to like link a song about being in love with an ostrich to the content of this episode? To say it relates. It does relate because are you, oh, you tell me how it relates, and we'll see if we're on the same plan. Well, I think it relates because Scooby ends up adopting like a chick that loves him. Oh. And so he's kind of in love with a, a chicken. We have, like a baby we, okay, chicken. so we haven't we he's haven't not got in there love yet. with it, but you yeah, know, he's like a mother like, figure. Yeah, that is the next that is the next scene. So yeah, we haven't gotten there yet. I did not think about that. My link, I, like we've talked about how my links are kind of tenuous. It's like there's one little thing. In the part where they're running around in so we don't see them running around inside, but like they go into the, the house and all the lights come on and then they bust out of the second window and run. The line is like that his neighbors get mad at him because he's in love with an ostrich. And so mm. I was like, oh, it's the neighbors. And so that's my link right there. Boom. That's all I needed. So, but yeah, mm. I did not think about the whole, well, I mean, one, we haven't seen that part yet. So maybe that's why I didn't, right. I didn't click with it. Tori thinks about the big picture. I'm like, I live in the <laughs> moment. So. I do. I do think about the big picture, which yeah. is why I get really annoyed when myth arcs go on too long. So I'm like, I just give me a monster of the week. Just give me. Well, yeah. I just need but that, break but that part this. about the neighbors being mad at him because he's in love with an ostrich happens right <laughs> when they like bust out of the second story window of that, that oh, house. That's funny. So I'm like, oh, the neighbors would be mad because you just like ran into their house in the middle of the night. All the lights got turned on and then you broke out their window and like, 
ran. So yeah, and you probably got hay everywhere because I'm sure hay came off the stack. And it's <laughs> oh, like, for sure, yeah. yeah, it's gonna be a mess. And they broke a window. That's not cheap. No. Yeah, I'm gonna have to pay more attention to the lyrics and the montage scenes from now on. Yeah, the rest of the last two have been pretty normal. What you would expect, like you hear the song, it's like, oh yeah, that's what the song's about. You know, it's gonna be about like just like la la la, happy love, la la. But this one's like, yeah, right off the bat, like I'm in love with an ostrich. Isn't it great? And you're like, what? <laughs> and then he just keeps talking about how he's in love with an ostrich and it's super awesome, and everyone thinks he's weird. And you're like, bitch, you are. So yeah. I'm not sure if the daydreaming, has, unless he's daydreaming about being in love with an ostrich, that doesn't come across in the lyrics. I'm not sure what daydreaming has to do with anything. It's just like the refrain. Daydreaming, <laughs> everything's brand. Yeah, so I have no idea. But yeah, he's in love with an ostrich. Huh, interesting. Yeah. So Shaggy says that at least they ditched the creeper, but then, surprise, the creeper comes running towards them, shouting his name. So, since they're chickens, Shaggy says, they may as well hide in the chicken coop. And the creeper opens the door to the chicken coop and looks around and we see that Scooby is disguised as a chicken and he's like clucking and he's got this red rubber glove on his head to make him look like a rooster kind of. And this apparently works and the creeper leaves. So good job. Yeah, well, all the chickens have that little red thing on their head. Yeah, they do. Roosters have more yeah. prominent ones, but yeah, yeah, the chickens do have the little one. And Shaggy asks if he's gone, and Scooby says yes, and then Shaggy pops up from under a chicken, so he decided to hide like under the coop instead of trying to disguise himself as a chicken. And with the straw and chicken still on his head, he says that if he had to stay under there any longer, his head would have hatched, because apparently it's very hot. But just then, the egg that Scooby was sitting on hatches, and the baby chick thinks Scooby is its mother. It, it does this little cheep, 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 little noise, and Scooby tries to set it straight, and, you know, make it clear that he's not a chicken and he's not its mom. So he points at the chick and he makes like a little cheap, cheap noise. And then he points at himself and he barks. But then the chicken barks, too, because now the chicken thinks it's a dog. Mm. So Shaggy and Scooby sneak out of the chicken coop, hoping to find the gang before the creeper finds them again. And Scooby's chick follows them with its little bark. It's very cute. It's very cute. And it's commercial. And then we come back from a commercial and Daphne is fixing her hair. It's all messed up, apparently. And then Fred and Velma are climbing out from under the overturned wagon. And I got to see Velma looks rough. Velma got messed up. <laughs> and her hair is all and she's got this weird look on her face and her hair is trapped. Like Daphne's all like fixing her hair and Velma needs some help, too, because Velma's hair looks messed up. And Daphne's like, that was some wild ride. And then Fred is like, I'll say it was, but at least that creeper didn't get this paper. And then Daphne doesn't understand what could be so important about a blank sheet of paper. And Fred says the only way they'll find out is to solve this mystery. And then Velma has gotten up and kind of like put herself back together too. And says, unless her glasses deceive her, she thinks she's found their first clue. And she points and there's a car hidden in the bushes. So they go and investigate. I'm, I think their level of investigation is just looking through the window. Cause they're like, just looking through the windows and like, can't find anything. And Daphne's like, not even a registration. I'm like, you didn't even go open the glove box. What are you talking about? <laughs> You're just standing there looking through the window. Anyway, but Velma finds something on the floor. It looks like negatives, but they're all torn up. And Fred says there's something strange about them, too. And Velma says that obviously somebody didn't want somebody to see a picture of somebody. So, and I yeah. think negatives are kind of hard to tear up. They're just, they look like just torn up pieces of black paper, but 
Yeah, those yeah. things are strong. They're not easy to rip. Yeah. Maybe that's what Fred thought was strange about them. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, Fred then says that they need to find Shaggy and Scooby and that maybe they found some clues, too. Gumma laughs. And it's like, that'll be the day. Gumma doesn't <laughs> always have high regard. Like, Shaggy and Scooby find clues all the time. It's true. But Velma, this is like at least the second time that Velma's been like, yeah, Shaggy and Scooby are going to find clues. So, yeah, I mean, in her defense, they are more like focused on running and food, yeah. but they do yes. find clues. They on a find clues basis. accidentally all the, but not, yeah. not like they go looking for them. They do everything they can not to look for them. But right. They do find them. They do find them for sure. So Shaggy thinks Scooby's Chicken Little is going to get them found by the creeper with all its barking. And Scooby tries to redirect it back home, but fails. And then the creeper comes towards them. That was a good one. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I'm working on it. Working on my Scooby-Doo villain sound. Save your voice. Save your voice. <laughs> but Scooby doubles back to grab his chick, and then they run. And they're hiding in a bush as the creeper like kind of mumble roars, and he's like looking around. And Scooby's biting his nails as his teeth chatter, and he turns to the chick to make sure it stays quiet. And... You know, gives it the shh sign. But then the chick walks from behind the bush and goes right up to the creeper and starts barking at it. So it did not understand what that meant. So Scooby runs out and he cradles the chick like a little baby and sings a lullaby. And then he kicks the creeper in the shin and runs. Yeah. It's like, it's my baby. Don't touch it. I like to think the chick was all like, you leave my mom alone. And then was yeah. just like barking at the creeper. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's a cute little yeah. smart chick. So I wonder if I think Shaggy is his dad. Maybe. Like little family unit. Oh, yeah, cute. So then Fred, Daphne, and Velma are still looking for Shaggy and Scooby when Velma hears someone coming up fast. Daphne says she bets it's the creeper. So they hide behind some trees, and Fred says when he gives a signal, they'll all jump him. So then Fred is like, No, and they jump out, and there's all these clouds of smoke, and you see like arms and legs all, ooh, ooh, and they're like, Ah, oh, take this creeper. Daphne's really adamant about like, Take that. Uh, uh. And then when this all clears, they have Shaggy and Scooby pinned to the ground. We knew that was what was going to happen, right? And the mm. chick is still like sitting on Scooby's nose. And Fred is like <laughs> on top of them, like with his knees on both their spines. And yeah. Like, Velma's laying across like their ankles. And then Daphne's laying across like their upper legs. But yeah. And Fred's got his hand on their heads. Fred's not messing around. He's like down. And then Shaggy <laughs> says he knows whose back they're on, but asks whose side they're on. And then the chick starts barking at Fred like. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> so Fred apologizes. And says that they thought they were the creeper. And Shaggy says, that's who they were running from. And Velma's like, you saw the creeper? Like, You guys were just being chased by the creeper, Velma. Don't act so surprised they saw the creeper. Like, you all saw the creeper. <laughs> anyway, so Scooby says they saw him there and there and everywhere. And then Fred finds a pair of footprints. And so they follow the footprints because they assume they're the creeper's footprints. And they'll lead to the creeper. Mm -hmm. yeah. So the footprints ended a gorge. And across the gorge is a cave. And there's a rolled up set of planks that are part of a rope bridge. So the ropes are still out there, but the planks to actually walk across are all rolled up on the other side. And Shaggy's like, oh, well, I guess we can't get across. What a shame. Like, he clearly is not super broken up about mm -hmm. it. And he's like, we'll just have to head to the malt shop. But Fred, ever the killjoy, is like, not so fast. Scooby can climb across the ropes and unroll the planks. And Scooby refuses. But Fred produces a Scooby snack. So Scooby gives in, and Fred tosses the Scooby snack, but the chick catches it and swallows it whole. And everyone laughs, and then Velma tells Scooby to go ahead, it deals a deal, and you know, even though he didn't really get the Scooby snack. Yeah, hmm. It's kind of not a 
Not a great deal, but no. Scooby manages to get across and he unrolls the planks and the gang cross and enter the cave. Yeah. And <laughs> then there's what Nick describes as a weird ass scene with the Hermit of the Hills, but it is extremely weird and it does not fit in this episode at all. It's very no, odd. I don't know if it was meant to give us like a red herring of who the creeper might be or something. I don't know, but just fill time or I don't know. But Fred thinks that the hermit doesn't look like the creeper, and Daphne says he looks worse, which is kind of <laughs> judgmental, Daphne. I mean, not that I'm against that. I'm just saying. And Velma says that the hermit disguise doesn't fool her. She thinks he is the creeper. And they all eventually run while they still can. And then, because the hermit keeps trying to, like, invite them to dinner and being like, you have to stay. And, like, you know, they just don't want to because he's creepy yeah. and it's weird. And the hermit yells at them to come back. Come back! But they, they're they gone. It's too late. Yeah, it's a weird-ass scene. It's I mean, if you want to have friends over for dinner, I mean, I, I know that housing prices are ridiculous, but if you're going to live in a weird cave with a rolled-up bridge, I don't know if that's the best place yeah, He's super excited he has guests, and yet he rolls up his bridge so that no one will come and hang out with him. And yeah. then he's definitely got that, like, like he's not, like, apparently his stew is, like, what was it, squirrels and bat wings and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, some kind of, like, crab weed or something. And Shaggy does not like the taste of it at all. But he's just, like, super creepy and demanding. And so Fred is like, yeah, let's leave while we still can. So, like, oh, there's, some like, some cannibal action maybe happening here or what? But anyway. so I don't know. Yeah. Either way, they're creeped out. They don't want to be there. And yeah. I don't blame them. And then he throws a fit when they leave. Oh, my God. He throws a fit. I mean, that's why you don't have guests, dude, because you don't know how to behave. I don't know. <laughs> so, but then it's commercial. And then we come back from commercial and Shaggy's like, man, what should we do now? Because they like just got away from the hermit of the hills. And Fred says, there's no doubt in his mind that hermit is the creeper. Velma suggests they go back to the mystery machine and go get the sheriff. So they get to the van only to find out the creeper is just like sitting behind the wheel. And then <laughs> they open the door and he's like, creeper. And so they run back into the barn and the creeper corners Velma and she's like, you wouldn't really hit someone with glasses. And so he snatches her glasses off. Uh, Then he can hit her, I guess. I don't know. But then so she kicks him in the other shin. That's because Scooby kicked him in one before. And then she grabs her glasses back and she runs. So good for you, Velma. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get what almost seems like it should be a musical chase sequence, but isn't. Maybe because it's only like a minute long. But we're going to treat it like a musical chase sequence. So just imagine you got some music. If you want to think that you're in love with the ostrich, that's cool. <laughs> Do something else. I don't know. But the, the creeper chases Scooby. And then he chases Shaggy. And then he chases Fred. And Fred's like, oh, no, I'm a goner. But then he trips. And then the creeper trips over him and goes flying. And so Fred apologizes to the creeper. But then the creeper gets up and then they run some more. And the creeper chases all of them in and out of several barn stalls. There's a thing where like, you know, they run into one and they come out of another kind of thing. Yeah. And at one point, the creeper is riding a pig. I know I saw that. It was so weird. (laughs) And then the gang runs up a ladder to the hayloft and the creeper follows them. But Scooby and the chick were behind the creeper. So they're like, oh, maybe it's not a good idea to like run towards the creeper. So they go outside. And then the gang jumps from the loft into this giant haystack. And the creeper does the same thing. And then inside the haystack, there's a big fight. And again, Daphne's like, oh, take that creeper. And there's arms and legs all coming out of the haystack. And then we find out the haystack is actually atop of a giant hay baling machine. And Shaggy's like, Scooby-Doo, do something. And then yeah. our music would end because then that's kind of like the end of the, the right. sequence kind of thing. So, yeah. We have like a radio edit of like an ostrich is in love with you. Or yeah. Like yeah. Like the shorter version yeah. with maybe like less of a, yeah. Maybe like a dance mix or something. Fewer verses and maybe dance more chorus. Longer, but, yeah. yeah, they are. Yeah. 
So the chick barks and points to the on button on the hay baler. I don't know if taking advice from a chick about a hay baler is good, but anyway, Scooby agrees that that's a good plan and he presses the on button and then everyone pops out trapped in a bale of hay. Wow. And Scooby laughs. I know it's lucky that they didn't all get like shredded by the hay baler. So, I mean, yeah. that's, that's fortunate. And then Scooby laughs and the chick laughs too. And Fred, who's also trapped in a hay bale is like, nice job, Scooby. You caught the creeper. Yeah, so they're all just sitting there in hay bales with their, like, their heads sticking up out of hay bales. Yeah, because they're all stuck. So all of them are trapped, but also the creeper is trapped. So it worked mm-hmm. out, I guess. And Scooby pulls the mask off the creeper to reveal Mr. Carswell, the bank president. <gasps> shocked. Totally shocked. Oh, my gosh. I mean, they did try to convince us it was the hermit. So I guess they did try to throw somebody mm. else in there. Yeah. Although Mr. Carswell was like, were there any clues at the scene? <laughs> Very suspicious. And then he's like, I'll take care of everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not bet. in a creepy way. Yeah. So later, the sheriff says he got the gang's message and went right to Carswell's house. Carswell wasn't there, but he found the bank guard tied up in the basement. Ooh. Fred and Velma explained that since Carswell was the last person to leave the bank every night, he'd just take a bunch of money with him. And the return later dresses the creeper to make it look like some phantom was leaving the bank after robbing it. But the security guard secretly installed an infrared camera and took a picture of Carswell taking the money. <gasps> then Daphne says he found out and attacked the guard to get the pictures back. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, they do say he installed a, a secret concealed camera, but then the camera is just like right there on the wall. Like, it's it, very but... obvious. Like, it's yeah. incredibly obvious that he wouldn't have, like, it seems impossible he would not have seen this giant camera. Yeah. But anyway, it is kind of the same color as the wall. So maybe it like was camouflaged. Maybe that's how it was. Yeah. Concealed. Or maybe he just didn't think anyone would bother to try and film yeah. the thing. Just like money, 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 money. So, yeah. And then Fred's like, and this is it. So we've got these, like, because they're like, he's going to get the pictures. And Fred's like, this is it. And you're like, Fred, you're holding a blank sheet of paper. What are you talking about? And he says that they told Carswell about it. And then he figured out what it was and chased him to get it back. Actually, I think Velma says that. But then Velma strikes a match with her thumb, just like flick and like the match lights. And she's like, the flame will tell. And then she runs the match under the paper. And I thought it was going to be one of those things where it was going to be like the lemon juice writing kind of thing, you know, like the little secret, you know, you write with lemon juice and then you get it hot and it like shows up on the paper. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It actually develops into a photo of Carswell, like smiling into the camera with an open briefcase full of money. It's like, oh, yeah, money. <laughs> so it like just develops into a whole picture, despite the fact that like Velma crunched it and Fred folded it up into a paper airplane. And then who knows like how many pockets it's been in. But it, it looks like a really nice photo now. So, yeah. Yeah. The sheriff's impressed. Coswell's just like blasted meddling kids. So yeah. So then back in the mystery machine, Fred says, Now we can head to the malt shop. Finally. I know, finally, right? I mean, I'm sure everyone wants cheeseburgers and malt at this point, all that chasing yeah. around. So Scooby agrees, and then his chick barks in agreement too. And Shaggy says they need to take the chick back to its real mother. So Scooby takes the chick to the chicken coop and he gives it a kiss and tucks it under a chicken's wing. And he's like, you know, bye bye. And the chick barks after him. And then as Scooby's leaving, a whole nest of eggs hatches as Scooby passes and the chicks all cheap at Scooby (gasps) and the gang laughs. And Shaggy's like, oh, no, Scooby's become a mother hen all over again. And then we see inside the coop, the chicks are all over Scooby and cheeping and Scooby laughs. Oh, 
Oh, the chicken's like, what the hell are you doing, dog? Taking all my chicks. But, I know. Yeah. yeah, the chicken does not look super excited about that. No, but... it does not. Yeah. And it's the end credit sequence. Yep. Over. Ruby, ruby, ruby. <laughs> he didn't do that at the end of this episode. No, he doesn't. Did there's been a several he hasn't done it. Yeah, I kind of a... thought the chick was going to do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would have been good. That was a weird episode. It was weird. It was weird. I thought it was funny, but maybe not like intentionally. Like it was funny like, that the creepers running around going creeper, creeper, and Velma's like getting ditched with her glasses on the floor, and no one's bothering to like pick them up for her. Like I thought that was. Well, really also, funny. like there's not any like I mean, like there is, but like they don't solve the mystery. Like from all the like they're they're they do everything completely wrong. They don't think it's the wrong person all the time. It just so happens that like he ends up trapped in a hay bale and then they unmask him and like, Oh my God, it's the bank president. Like they didn't really solve anything. They were just like, yeah, lucky. It's just kind of weird. <laughs> it is weird. I've noticed that season two has like a different feel so far. Like in the first season, it was like they would go somewhere and they would hear this legend of this ghost and then, like, I don't know. I mean, like, it's similar here, but the ghosts feel more tangible. And they feel, I don't know. It just, it feels different. And I can't quite put my finger on why, but the ghosts definitely feel, like, less ghosty. And yeah, more like, the, that's the definitely a person ones, in a mask. Yeah, the first few ones of season one definitely had a different feel. I mean, like we talked about, like, when this one came up, like, the animation doesn't, like, talk about, like, it not feeling, like, as warm or as rich as well. But mm-hmm. I think it actually is like if you, I think if you went back and like just look at it piece by piece, I think it's actually a slow progression of that because like probably yeah. there are some episodes in season one that kind of fit the jive of like 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 episode 17 with this, that snow ghost that kind of fits this like just the kind of like weird craziness of like the story and like everything kind of fits this one as well. And there are a couple of other ones too, like the, you know, mm-hmm. the, the eight man one kind of fits that. Yeah. Yeah. Too. It's true. It's true. So, yeah. So it's kind of like there's like a per, like they're, it's not like it's like the season's completely like out of the blue, like freaky weird. Everything's changed. Right. It's definitely like looking if you look at like the first couple of episodes and then look at these, you're like, whoa, what happened here? Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. No, I was watching this. And I'm like, this episode is like crazy pants. And there's like no, there's not like any like he's just chasing them around. And then like and then it's over. Like we caught him in a, in a, in a bale of hay just by luck. And we're done. <laughs> over we didn't solve anything everyone kind of really acts almost out of character fred's like yeah screw this mystery we're going to the dance and then you know just everyone's like velma gets everything wrong basically yeah which is weird uh, for her yeah yeah, although she i guess she figured out the flame thing so that's good but yeah weird very weird yeah that's it it's over bye yeah yeah i don't really have anything else to say about it it was weird no yeah if you love an ostrich then you know love is love i guess i don't know i don't know not right but yeah who am i to judge i don't know well thanks for loving us and supporting us on patreon yeah i'm gonna go stick my head in a hole talk to you later bye (laughs) all right bye (laughs) i want to rewatch is hosted by tori and nick and recorded at black cat studios hashtag really just a bedroom closet Episode production design and editing is by Lazy and Productions. Our music is Dark Science by David Hillowitz, and the truth is what we make of it by The Agrarians. Our premium feed is where you can find all of our X-Files adjacent bonus episodes covering television and films that are, you guessed it, X-Files adjacent. 
If you like these bonus episodes, tell a friend about our Patreon page. We'd love to have them join us. Speaking of which, be sure to join us next time as we rewatch Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Season 2, Episode 4, Scooby's Night with a Frozen Fright. And try to figure out if the, the truth, truth is still out there. there. I was going to talk about how much hay costs too. I had a little thing about how much hay costs if you want to buy bales of hay, but I'm not going to talk about that. So. Yeah, it's probably gone up. It's actually, it's kind of crazy pants anyway, but yeah.
anywhere yeah. from fifty to three hundred dollars per ton, depending on the grade you want. Hmm. So, and you buy in bulk. That's like the bulk price, right? If right. You buy yeah. like a bale of hay, which is like anywhere from like forty to eighty pounds. You can get them like as cheap as like six bucks or something. And this is as of May twenty twenty one. So like very yeah. timely prices. So yeah. 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 So if know. you want to set up a Halloween, you want, I'll send you the link. You can look at all the different kinds of hay you can buy. <laughs> And like you should make sure you buy like it after like it's older, so it doesn't have a chance of mildew. You buy it fresh, then one you're paying for water weight, and then also it has a better chance of molding. So yeah, and how much you should feed your horse? It's very interesting. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. I don't know much about horses. I don't. The horse in the photo on top of the page has like Owen Wilson hair. It's very interesting. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. A little blonde hair, the little part down the middle, just kind of sitting there eating some hay. So 